Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 110 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. So glad to have you here. And in today's episode, I'm going to give you a full update on where everything is going to go as far as the podcast goes, written content, some things you could expect from the site, from me, and uh, exactly what's going on going forward. A lot of things have been bouncing around in my head, and I've gotten some great suggestions from the folks out there, just like yourself in the audience, and I really appreciate that. Specifically, Jeff and Nick gave me a bunch of suggestions to consider that I definitely factored into my decision, and I'm going to give you a full breakdown today on the episode. And I was going to call this episode the State of the the podcast because the State of the Union Address happened this past week, but I mentioned that to my wife when we were out to dinner the other night, and she said, what What do, what do you mean by State of the Podcast? And she didn't quite get it until I explained it, so there was a little too much explaining. So the bottom line is today's episode, I'm just going to name it uh, something obvious that I'll give you guys the updates and tell you exactly what's going on so it makes more sense. I don't really have any housekeeping things to go over, but I did want to mention that if you're not yet on my email list, part of this episode is going to be talking about email lists. So I would definitely recommend you head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe and you can get on my email list because that's going to be a big part of my strategy going forward if everything goes well. So again, that main link is nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe. So what exactly is going on with the site, with the podcast, with the email list, with the Facebook group, all that good stuff? I'm just going to get right into the content for this week. As I mentioned on the last episode, which is all about security, I sort of hinted that I was, you know, taking inventory of the last year, seeing where things were, seeing what was working, what wasn't working, checking, you know, just thinking about goals and things like that going forward and what's the best use of my time because obviously we're all limited on time. We all have other responsibilities and priorities and we have to juggle that the best we can. And there were a lot of reasons I started to think about these things, you know, one being year end in a new year and looking at taxes, looking at income for the past couple of years with my online stuff thinking about how much time that I spent on various things like the podcast, like my niche websites and other things, and seeing what, you know, taking a really hard look and saying, this is really what didn't work, what did work. And I'll talk to you a little bit about what I found for my own niche sites and my own project. And I think it's going to be really useful for you as well, because after listening to a lot of other podcasts recently, a lot of people have been talking about the same type of struggle and the same type of thought process. Like, for instance, Noah Kagan on his podcast, he was talking about this exact same thing. And when I was listening to uh, one of his episodes about the start of a new year and how things went last year and going over the same type of idea... He had some of the same thoughts that I did. He was, he had some goals last year for his podcast and he had, you know, much loftier goals, but he was saying that he had goals to get over a hundred thousand downloads per episode and he really fell short in that. He, well, for him, you know, he, this would be awesome for me, but he actually hit between 20 and 40,000 downloads per episode, which is really awesome, you know, really great numbers. But for him, that really fell short and he was going to switch his focus 
away from that because he really wasn't meeting those goals and he really wanted to better focus his efforts on other things that would produce better results potentially. And he was switching focus to a monthly podcast. And I really like that idea because it does free up some time to do some other things. And he wanted to focus on other efforts that he was getting better results out of and basically figure out what the best use of his time was going to be. And he didn't want to disappoint folks. Obviously, he has 20 to 40 thousand people listening per episode which is way more than mine that my average downloads after an episode comes out and has a week or so to settle is around a thousand downloads so that's still I mean great numbers for me I am thankful for every one of you out there that listen especially folks that subscribe and listen on a regular basis greatly appreciate that I love the feedback that I get from you guys that you know you take me on vacation with the kids you're driving around town you're going to the gym you just appreciate that relationship and hearing my voice and we have that connection through the podcast because I know myself I prefer listening to podcasts as my form of taking in you know different information out there versus reading a blog post or videos I really like the podcast format so this is something I've been struggling with because I do have a limited amount of time but I enjoy doing the podcast the most because it takes the less least amount of time for me when I do written content and things like review posts and things like that it takes a lot more effort a lot more research to do that type of an episode. And when I write it out, it takes me a lot more time as well. So timing wise for me, I actually prefer the podcast format. So I don't want to scrap that completely. But I have a lot of things on my list that after doing an inventory of things, seeing what really works as far as bringing in folks to the site, getting more eyeballs on the content, helping traffic and rankings and things like that. The podcast format isn't the best medium for that. I think it's absolutely great to be able to establish that connection with folks that can hear your voice right now you're listening to my voice you have that greater connection you probably feel like you know me a bit better and I really do think it's a great medium to have that greater level of connection with the community versus just a straight blog post. So I definitely do not want to abandon the podcast because like I said, I prefer, that's the format I prefer using, but I don't think it's serving me best as far as bringing in a larger audience, getting the information out there to more folks. So I've really been taking a hard look at things because income has gone down from last year And I want to make sure things are going in the right direction, that I've been using my time the best I can. What's the best use of my time to get the word out there to the most folks possible, but to also see a good return on the time invested? Because obviously we're all doing this. We're all sacrificing some of our time with our family and friends for the idea of being your own entrepreneur, possibly just having a side income, a side hustle, or potentially even replacing your day job income sometime down the road and being able to work from anywhere. So we all have different goals. But the bottom line is we all want to be compensated for our efforts. And there's certain methods or certain ways that you can do that to best optimize the use of your time. And I've looked back at traffic stats to see what posts are most popular, what podcast episodes are most popular. And what specific methods are resulting in the greatest amount of potential income? And I've looked and there's a lot of different information out there, but the bottom line is that a lot of income from me from different niche sites has come primarily from different review posts and content that's posted out in written format, and which makes sense because you can attract traffic from Google and you have SEO optimized pages, so you're targeting specific phrases 
and you're targeting specific terms that you're doing reviews for, so product name and things like that, which helps bring in more traffic and rankings to your website and helps build up your website over time. And what I found that in general, a lot of that income results from probably about 20% or so of your content results in about 80% of your income and results. And that's absolutely what I found on all my different niche sites. It's always around the same. So let's say you have 10 different pieces of content on your website. Probably two of those pieces of content are going to be really great pillar pieces of content that the majority of your traffic is coming in from. And it's really important to take a look at these types of stats and see what has worked as far as traffic and rankings, where you're getting the majority of your sales from, potentially commissions, things like that, and really do more of what is working so that you're optimizing the use of your time. I have, over the years, since I've had you know my main niche site tools site for over five years, I have hundreds of pieces of content out there, but I really don't do a great job of taking inventory of really what has worked the best, trying to take a look and clean things up, keep content updated over time, and promote the existing content that you have. These are all things that I've been thinking of and things I'm going to focus on going forward. There's a number of specific goals, and that's another thing too. I realized that over the last year or two, I haven't done a good of a job as I should have as far as setting goals because that's something that I always was really good at several years back. I would, at the end of each year and at the beginning of a new year, I would always set new goals and take a look and see exactly how I did with my previous goals. And I didn't always hit them, but that reminds me of two great quotes. One is by Wayne Gretzky that says, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. And another one from Zig Ziglar that says, if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time. And that's exactly what I found when I took a long, hard look at what's happened over the last year or two, and I feel that the fact that I haven't had hard, concrete goals written down for the past year or so has absolutely hurt me. I always want to have smart goals written down, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-based. So at the end of every year, at the beginning of a new year, it's always great to put down what your goals are for your websites, have specific targets. So For instance, when I went back and took a look at things in the prior years, I had goals like to get 100 email subscribers between January and June. So I had really specific goals. I wanted to get 100 new subscribers. It was time-based. I thought it was attainable. I didn't know exactly how I was going to do that. You don't need to know the how of your goals, but just the fact of writing them down, thinking about them, having them on a piece of paper You'll be thinking about those over the course of the year and your mind has a way of materializing the things that you have thought about the most often. So be thinking about great results that you want to see, but also make them relevant and attainable. You don't want them to be, for instance, if you're just starting out, it's probably not going to be realistic that you're going to get 100,000 email subscribers in your first year. You do want some of your goals to be a little bit of a stretch and you might not realize how you're going to achieve them right now, but you don't want it to be completely out of the ballpark either. You definitely want them achievable. So I challenge you to be thinking about that. Have some ideas in your mind, but get them down on paper as well. Have some goals as far as traffic goes. Have some goals as far as content creation goes. If you're not shooting for something, you're going to hit that every single time, which is basically nothing. It's not going to materialize. And that's definitely something that I've been struggling with the last year, year and a half or so. And it's something I'm going to do better on. So for instance, I took a look and I want to get 1,000 emails 
email subscribers by June for the main niche site tools site and 200 email subscribers for another niche site that I'm working on. So those are specific goals. If I do hit those sooner rather than later, then I will up those goals as I get closer to them, depending on how things go. So get those goals down that you can have that are measurable and you have some time frame that you want to accomplish them. Get those things down on paper. And another suggestion is to take a step back from all of your projects and think about them in terms of what if you had nothing that was holding you back? What if you had nothing as far as time constraints, money constraints, anything like that? Think about what you would want if you were a customer coming to your website, what are some things that you would want to see? And that is exactly what I did for the Niche Site Tools site to explain to you guys the thought process and the things you might want to think about. So I said, hey, if I was somebody brand new, I want to create my own website, start my own online business. I'm brand new. I'm not necessarily tech savvy. But I came across your website, I checked out your about page, and I see you know about websites, you've been doing this for a while. Teach me how to do that. So that's kind of what I was thinking. And you've probably heard this before, but you want to try and meet your ideal customer or your ideal avatar or your picture of what an ideal customer would be. You want to try to meet them where they are in the process. So what I was thinking about is you might want to have in my particular case, you might want to have something for brand new folks. I'm brand new. I know nothing about WordPress. I'm not really tech savvy. Here's a couple of things that you could go through to get started. And maybe there's somebody out there that knows a little bit about WordPress, has been creating niche sites for a year or so, but maybe they haven't gotten a lot of traction. So there's content around that particular person. So there's a couple of different things. You want to try to meet your customer where they are and help them get to where they need to go. And there are different ways that you can do that. You could, of course, do that with content on your web page with links along the top, like a start here. And on a start here page, you could have, I'm a brand new person. I know a little bit about something. So you could have different levels of folks that you could drive people to right when they come to your website. So they're, they may look for a start here, have something prominently on your website. You could even have one of those welcome mats that as soon as somebody comes to your website, right along the top, they have no choice but to choose an option to get somewhere. So are you a beginner? Could be one link. Are you more seasoned in whatever it is you're trying to help folks out with? You could have them click on a link, subscribe, do different things based on where they're at so that you can get them the content that's most relevant to them. So these are some of the things that I've personally been thinking about that might help you as well. And since I do have a goal that I want to get a lot more email subscribers, and because I do now have that Get Response email program that I use, and they have a ton of features as far as landing pages and different things you can do as far as targeting emails, and you can segment your list based on if somebody clicks on something. There's so many great features inside that that I just haven't gotten around to using yet, but that's going to change because I've made that a goal that I'm going to start using that system to the best of my ability and start using some of those great features. So once you get somebody in your email list, there's so many different things you can do along those same lines that I've mentioned. So not only on your website could you have a start here page for folks that come to your website just from Google organic searches, you're going to want a way to convert those potential one-time visitors that just happened to find an article on what they were searching for, convert those folks into longtime members of your community by having them subscribe via a product like a Thrive Leads that I use 
for gathering those email opt-ins. And you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash thrive if you want to check those out. And once those folks are on your email list, that's another perfect opportunity to target them and meet them where they are. You could have a first email that says, you know, thanks for subscribing. What are what are the things you're interested in? You could potentially have a poll in there that have they click on a specific radio button. I'm interested in niche sites. I'm interested in selling on Amazon. I'm I'm interested in all sorts of different things that might be relevant in your particular niche. And then based on that, you can segment them into a sub list that's more relevant for what it is they're wanting to do. And that's something that I'm not currently doing yet, but I absolutely need to do better at. So on my list of things to do is to gain more email subscribers, you know, X number of email subscribers by June timeframe. But I also want to create an autoresponder series that can help meet folks where they are in the process. So I also have on my list that I'm going to build an autoresponder series or I'm potentially going to either look for a training program or something that provides some templates for autoresponder series that can help jumpstart the process because autoresponders and formatting those emails and doing the best job with that isn't something that I necessarily think is overly difficult, but it's something that I've wanted to do in the past and I just haven't gotten around to doing. So I left open that option that if there's an option to find a either a package of emails that can help with templates like that, some sort of small, inexpensive training program that can help with that. Or I'm sure there's actually some video trainings or different trainings from GitResponse, which is my email provider. So I need to look into all these things to figure out how best I can work on that to make progress on that. So my personal goal is to have a solid autoresponder series within the next three months. And in addition to that, in order to build that email list up quicker, I want to utilize landing pages. I have access to the Thrive Themes membership, which has all their plugins and all their themes. I want to better utilize landing pages to help build my email list quicker. And these are all things that I've thought about in the back of my mind. They've all been goals that I've wanted to try, but I've just never had the time. Or to be honest about that, it's really not a factor of time. It's that I never had a focus. I never had a specific goal to do this. So it was something that was always in the back of my mind, but because I was not focused on it, it never actually materialized. I never spent the time on it. It never became a priority. So it's not the timing factor. It's that that was never really on my goals for something to accomplish. So now it is. So hopefully all these things are going to come to fruition and it may not absolutely hit every target. But again, if you're not aiming for something, you're going to hit that every time, which is basically nothing. You're going to accomplish nothing if you're not aiming for anything. So I think you can kind of see where I'm going with all this. It's best to get those goals out there, take inventory of what has worked for you, what hasn't worked. What really are you trying to accomplish? What's your end goal? What's going to help you get there and start to lay out some of those things. So what does that mean for you guys? What does that mean for the podcast? What sort of other goals do I have that are going to affect you guys? And what can you expect going forward? Because I've listened to folks like Pat Flynn, like Noah Kagan, and other folks that have gone through the same type of soul searching at the year end here and have had to make some hard decisions on what to focus on in their business, what I've decided is that I'm going to cut back the podcast and commit to a monthly podcast episode. And that's at a minimum. So most likely that's going to be the way it is. But if something comes up or if I have something that I really want to tell you guys, I'm not limiting myself to not doing more podcast episodes, but I'm going to cut that back to an every month podcast episode 
so that I have more time to focus on these other goals. And what these other goals are for me is focusing on that autoresponder series, gaining more email subscribers through utilizing landing pages, And in addition to that, I have another goal that I'm going to be doing some more review posts because those really help with traffic and rankings. And a lot of folks do like those review posts for different tools out there. Obviously, the site is called Niche Site Tools, so people would expect to learn about tools as they relate to websites or niche sites. So that just kind of goes hand in hand. Another focus is going to be making use of existing content or making better use of existing content. If you have a website that you had for any length of time, most likely you have a lot of content that's out there that you may have not done a good job of promoting or you may not have taken the opportunity to go out there and update that content and keep it current. Those two things right there can go a long way towards getting better utilization out of your existing content. If you already spent a lot of effort creating that, let's say a year or two back, and somebody goes to that page and they see it's two years old, some of the information is irrelevant or it's out of date, they're most likely going to click off of that and go to the next article in their search results and move on and not return to your web page. So that's an opportunity that I hadn't thought about recently that I really need to make better use of my existing content. And that would take minimal amounts of effort in many cases. So you can go out, see what content that you have that gets some traffic or see what content that you spent a lot of time on some of your longer pillar content that you might have had out there that you can quickly go through, make sure all the links are current, make sure you have no broken links in there, and possibly just update a couple of things in there and have it be evergreen content so that you can still get additional traffic. You can potentially change the date on that post so that's a more current post after you update it so that it looks like if somebody comes to your site, it's a brand new article, you've made some efforts to keep things up to date, and you don't have to go out there and recreate the wheel. You already put forth that effort, and with minimal effort, you can have another great piece of content that's almost as if you're creating a new piece of content, but you did not have to put all that time and effort into it. And that's something that came to mind from some suggestions that Nick had. He utilizes one of my WordPress plugin checklists every time he creates a website, and I actually do that too. So anytime I create a new website, I go to my own content. And when I do that, I make sure that that content is up to date. He mentioned something that he would like to see in that checklist. And he had a couple of questions about something. And that just got me thinking, I have all this content out there that folks still refer back to that maybe even two years old in this particular case, that post was older, but it had been updated within the last year or so, but I could absolutely still continue to update that and add some more information to make things a bit more clear. That was what triggered that in my mind that, hey, I have all this great content and I don't necessarily go out there and promote the content that I already have. And that idea came from one of the guests on the Amy Porterfield podcast that I was listening to towards the end of the year. And on that particular podcast episode, the person that she had on said she actually made a conscious decision to stop putting out additional content and to instead focus on creating like one piece of content per month But for all of the other times, she was going to actually promote all of her existing content and make sure that it was up to date and relevant, but spend her focus on promoting what she already had versus creating new content. 
And the results that she had were really great. I can't remember the specific numbers, but it was shocking to Amy because she always talks about making sure that you have regular brand new content coming out on a recurring basis. I believe it's a weekly basis at a minimum, but this person wasn't doing any of that. They were creating maybe one piece of new content per month, but they were promoting the heck out of all of their old content because they had years of content out there and on different social media platforms they were on. Amy had no idea that they weren't actually promoting new content. It was actually old content that they hadn't yet seen. So there's so many folks in your audience that probably are coming in at various levels. This may be the first podcast episode of mine you've ever listened to, but I have 110 podcast episodes out there, but you never really know where somebody's going to come in as far as your existing content. You may never have known that I have a checklist of WordPress plugins that you can install after installing WordPress, or you may not even know that I have things that everybody should do after installing WordPress. So I have different checklists out there, different things you may not be aware of, and it's on me that I haven't gotten that content out in front of you so that you know it's out there. It's not your job to go out there and search for every single piece of content I have out there. It's my job to do a better job of getting that content in front of you, and you probably have similar challenges within your own content. You probably have a lot of great content out there, but you may not be the best when it comes to promoting that content, or you may not feel comfortable doing so. I don't feel comfortable necessarily posting every specific article out there. You don't have to go doing that. You just need to focus on what things that you really want to get out there in front of your customers that can help them out and that can help them utilize their time the best. And another potential idea is to simplify your content and possibly even remove content that is just not going to be able to be updated. For instance, I know I have past posts on the site where I was either running some sort of giveaway or it was a time-related event. It was only good for that particular week. That content really isn't serving you, and if it's not bringing in traffic, it could be pulling traffic away from other posts. So if you have a finite amount of link juice when it comes to Google, and let's say you have 100 different articles out there, but 10 of them are not relevant whatsoever any longer. They were time-based, something that doesn't apply anymore. Maybe you're talking about a tool that doesn't even exist anymore. It's probably best to go out there and delete that content. That way, any of your remaining link juice can pass to other articles which are more relevant and more important. So simplifying your website and having less clutter is another good idea to think about, and that's something that I'm going to do as well. And that idea came from looking at Cliff Ravenscraft's website, Podcast Answer man recently. I was looking for an article that I knew he had on his website and I noticed that he has a brand new theme and it was really obvious that he had a focused effort to declutter his website and focus on exactly what it is he was trying to get his customers to do. So in his case, he has two main things. He either has the podcasting A to Z course, which he sells and that he teaches folks how to podcast, or he has some equipment that he recommends if you're starting your own podcast, here's exactly what you can buy to have the same type of setup that he has when it comes to podcasting equipment. Previously, he had all sorts of different things in his sidebar, hundreds and hundreds of different podcast episodes, blog posts, and things like that. 
And if you went to his website previously, it would have taken you several clicks to find what you were looking for, and it wouldn't have been 100% clear what it is he was trying to get you to accomplish. And when I looked at his website, I was really shocked because I was used to seeing his old website, but it was 100% clear to me what his exact goal was and why he did that. Without even hearing about an episode on his show or anything about the topic, I knew with 100% certainty that he was changing it so that if anybody went to his website, it was clear what he was offering. He was offering a course or he was offering a link to purchase podcasting equipment and those were the two main things he was trying to get you to do. When folks are presented with so many different choices, they struggle with making a choice at all and in most cases they're not going to make a choice. So that really got me thinking as well and I'm going to try to incorporate some cleaning of old content, removing content that doesn't work and also take some effort to narrow down, declutter things so it's very clear what you're trying to get folks to accomplish. So if you have a number of different tools that it can accomplish the same thing, focus on one, make it clear what your current focus is. You can always change that. So let's say, for example, you're getting folks into your email list and you want to help them get to where they need to go. If in the past you've recommended three or four different products over time, things change, things have evolved, maybe some of those products are no longer available, that's perfectly fine. But once you get folks into your email list, you can always change your autoresponder series to say, hey, these are the current tools that I'm using that I recommend to help you get from point A to point B. And you can always change that autoresponder. So you can go in there if things change, if tools come out, any new email subscribers are going to get your most current autoresponder. And that's very easy for you to go and change. If let's say one tool that you were recommending is no longer available, or you've chosen a new tool, you can go in there, change that first email in your autoresponder series to reflect that new tool, and then anybody that subscribes going forward will get your most current list. So that's another easy way to keep folks up to date to help meet them where they are and give them recommendations on what's working right now when they subscribe to your list. That's a much better way than having them sift through content, search through content on your website. That's helping customers make the best use of their time and helping them have the the best experience possible. So think about decluttering your website. Think about cleaning things up, making it more simple, making less choices for your customers, making things more clear. Go out and remove content that's completely out of date and no chance of updating to make things more current. For the content that you do have that's more of an evergreen type content, go out there and make sure that it's up to date. Make sure that the links work. Make sure that all the information is still relevant. And then go ahead and share that on social media. Share it on Twitter. Share it on Facebook. Do whatever you need to to promote that existing content because it's so much easier to let folks know about what content that you do have that you've already created. And for them, it's most likely going to be brand new content anyway. And as long as it's useful, they not, they aren't going to care. So to kind of summarize the key points I wanted to get across for this episode is the first thing is I'm going to be going to a monthly podcast episode. So you can expect one podcast episode per month. And in the meantime, I'm going to be working on updating some of my older content that's still valid, removing some content that's irrelevant, working on that email responder series, and I'm going to probably reach out to some folks in the community to get some ideas and to have you beta test some of the emails, see what you guys think, see what you might want to see in an autoresponder type series in different situations, like if you're a new customer, where you're at, see kind of where you guys are at and what you might like to see. So if you have any suggestions as well in types of things that you might want to see, if you're brand new to the site, what do you want to know about as a new customer that can help you get going? Where are you at? Do you have a website now? 
You need to learn how to get traffic and rankings. Do you Are you just starting out? You need to figure out how to install WordPress. You want some sort of checklist for A, B, and C. Let me know what you might be interested in because that'll definitely help me format things, help me figure out what content is most important other than just looking at stats to see what the most popular content is and things like that, which I already have access to. I'd love to hear from you guys and kind of see what you guys would want to hear about in those specific situations, whether it's an email autoresponder series, some sort of checklist, what is it that you would like to learn about having just come to the website? So that would all be great information. In addition, I'm going to be utilizing landing pages to make better use of my email list and to get more subscribers for my various sites. So landing pages is something I'm going to be focusing on and I'm going to be using Thrive landing pages for that since I'm an existing subscriber. And again, you can check out plugins and themes from the Thrive products that have been a member of their program for several years now. And you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash thrive. And I will absolutely bring you any information as I go through these various things along the way. So it'll either come out in the form of a review post or a podcast episode. When I do get to that point, I will absolutely bring you all the information. And along those same lines, I'm going to be updating my main theme on my niche site tool site this year. I am telling you all this so that I am held accountable because that's something else that I've been planning to do for a long time, but I've never actually put it down as a 100% certain thing that I'm going to do, but I will be doing that 100% and I'm most likely planning to utilize the Thrive themes because I obviously have access to all of them and they have some great themes. I just have not kicked the tires on them yet, so that's something I'm going to be doing and I will bring you any details on that as I do them as well. So, And the good thing is that as I'm going through these various steps and these various goals that I have, the information that I pull out of them is going to be really helpful for you guys. And you can take a lot of the information that I'm going to be learning and the things that I'm going to be doing. And I can provide that information to you and how things worked and what I'm doing behind the scenes to make some of these goals happen. It's going to be 100% relevant to you guys as well. And I'll absolutely bring you that information whenever I have it available. So those are the things I've been thinking about. Also decluttering, making less choices available. So it's really clear at any particular point in time, what tools I recommend, what things that I think will help you right now today to get where you need to go. So that's where things are at. I'm really glad to finally get this information out there to hold myself accountable, let you know where things are at and let you know what to expect going forward. But it's really a big relief. I've been struggling with where to take things, how to better focus my time on things that are going to have the best benefit for you guys out there, but also making the best use of my time as well. And all these ideas and getting them out there has really put a different level of excitement in me because now I have some concrete goals. I have some things I'm really interested to try and see how they work. I'm really interested in trying those landing pages getting a new theme, updating the content on my site, all these different things has, has really put a, a lit a fire underneath me. And now I have more focus and I know what I'm shooting for. And I'm just going to end the episode with those two quotes that I mentioned because it is really so important. You'll miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time. 
So go out there, make some goals for yourself. Really take a step back, look at your website, look at your different websites if you have multiple sites. See some of the things that you can do to help make the best use of your time to have a better experience for your customer and set those goals. Talk about them. If you need an accountability partner, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash mastermind. Mention anything you might have as far as goals go right in there and we'll certainly help you along the way. I'm really looking forward to things to come and I hope you are as well. If you're not yet on my email list, head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe. That way, anytime new content comes out or if I do repurpose existing content that you're probably not aware of, I will definitely be sharing that whether it's in the form of an email anytime a new post comes out. So if I update existing posts, change the date, you may get it that way. Or if when I do simplify and declutter, I come up with some sort of new checklist that I'm gonna provide to new folks in the form of a first email in an autoresponder for new customers. A lot of you folks might get some benefit out of that as well. So I would take the opportunity to send something like that to everybody on my list as well. So that's gonna be a great place to be. Again, nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe. And that's gonna do it for today's show. We'll catch you again in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye now. 